0: Hey guys, welcome back to With Peace and Love, episode two. This episode is entitled, What the Health? And you already guessed it, we're going to be talking about health. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Crazy, huh? (laughs) Um, I just love the little play on words. I love to see that. So I was like, let me try to like make it fun. You know, why not? Let's start first with like a little weekly check-in, shall we? Um... I really just basked in like the fact that so many people were excited for more episodes of the podcast and I'm just really honored that you guys are listening to this like on your way to work, like doing your workouts, winding down from the day. I'm just so honored that you guys want me in your ears. So thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for listening. Um, Please share with your family and friends. Listen with them and like text me and DM me and tell me what you think. Um, I went to the beach on Sunday and it was just the most Glorious God-given day. Some days you're like this one was specifically gifted to me by God because I went with my friend to the beach. It was a great drive. It was you know we just like happened to go down like a back road and it was just kind of one of those drives and it was so fun. We basically had our own private beach and it was like packed in sand. And I here's the thing. I love the beach. I hate the sand. I hate sand in my car and. I was like, it's summertime, just let it go. And it was packed sand, and it was wonderful. It was just flat and the water was like clear and it was like blue and we could like sunbathe and we could barely hear people talking. That's just like the best thing when you can be on the beach and like you can't hear other people living their life. Like you wanna know that there's people out there, but you're like, can you just like go like a few feet for me? And we had that, it was such an honor. We got ice cream and as everybody knows, if you're close to me, I'm basically lactose intolerant, but you know what? It was so good. We found like a little mom and pop yogurt place or ice cream place. And it was amazing. It was just, I'm telling you, it was a perfect day. Came home in time to like wind down and I slept through the night. If you sometimes wake up in the middle of the night, I mean, I basically sleepwalk to the bathroom back, but I just like slept through the night and I woke up at like 545 and I was like, oh my gosh, I slept through the night. It was, it was amazing. It was so awesome. That's how you know you had a good beach day when you just like pass out. It was amazing. So that's pretty much it. I worked a lot last week, um, made a really fun reel. Go check that out if you want to. And if you're not into that, that's fine. Keep listening to this. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to see my face. (laughs) Um, let's just dive deep though. I really want to get into talking about health and why I'm passionate about it. And I want to talk about my personal journey and disclaimer, This episode is only meant to encourage you, to motivate you, and possibly inspire you. Like, it's not supposed to make you feel bad about yourself. This isn't about, like, you need to go and find a health coach. This is literally my personal health journey and why I'm passionate about being well and staying well. And wanting other people to get to that point in their life. So I just really wanted to add that disclaimer. Because I don't want people to get on here and be like, Oh, she's going to like make us go on a diet. I don't believe in diet. She's going to make us change our lifestyles. It's like, no. Like, I just want, want this to be a relatable episode. And like, I know the struggles. And I still struggle with health. And I still struggle with like, should I eat that? Can I eat this? Like, you can do whatever you want. But I just wanted to have that at the top of the episode. So let's start at the beginning, I guess. (laughs) Um, I've pretty much always been into exercising. I've really liked exercising since I was a kid. I've been like a runner. I have quotation marks out, but I've been running since I was about, I'd say 10 or 11. And I just really liked it. It, I didn't really run far, to be honest. I had a dog and we didn't really Her name was Button and we didn't really run very far because she would pull me the whole way. You know, when you have a dog that pulls you, oh, never again. But I really just did it because I thought that's like, like what you did, like when you're younger and like, you're cool. Like all of my friends were in sports and I was homeschooled and I wasn't. So I was like, I'll just run, (laughs) I guess, to kind of take up the time. I love being outside. So that really added to it, but I wasn't a good runner. I would run like a mile and be like completely out of breath sweating and I was like okay I went for a one mile run which is still pretty good like that's amazing but that wasn't really the point I guess but at the time I was moving my body but really it wasn't for the right reasons I was kind of looking at my friends and they were gorgeous girls that were like already healthy looking looking. And honestly, I try not to use this word in my, like have it in my vocabulary, but they were skinny to me. Like I was like, they're skinny, they're slim, they're perfect. I'm going to look just like them. And like, I look back and like, I looked just like them. And that's really just like the saddest part of looking back at myself when I was younger and being like, I could have been so much happier. But when you're young, you don't know, like Hindsight is 2020. 20. Me and my friend Emily always say that. We love saying it in 2020 because it was like so on the nose. But hindsight is 2020. 20. and you'll look at yourself even nowadays. you'll look at yourself like a picture from a year ago, and you're like, "I looked amazing, like why didn't I bask in that?" And it's like, we don't appreciate ourselves in the moment, and that's like when you're 12 and 13 and like you know going through puberty, unless you have a really self-aware parent to guide you through that. Unfortunately, you just want to look like everybody else and you're trying to fit in, but it's like you as an individual, you are already who you're supposed to be. You look like who you're supposed to be, and like you just have to accept that. But it's so hard for us, I can only speak as a woman, but like us as women to do that. And it's, it really is heartbreaking, but I'm glad that I had that season and I learned from it, you know. But, um, so, around 12 or 13, my mom switched to eating healthier foods, like quinoa, Ugh. like when I, <laughs> sorry, but like, I hated quinoa when I was like 12 and 13. I was like, and it was because the switch came out of nowhere. I think looking back, she got like a diagnosis um, about her health that maybe scared her because it was like, it happened overnight. It was like instantaneous. Like, we had no warning. And, like, we didn't eat super unhealthy, but we definitely had Kool-Aid and Tang and, like, a Klondike bar every once in a while. And, like, but it wasn't, like, so, so bad, but it wasn't, like, so, so great, you know? It was – so then she started cooking, like, no more red meat. It was only, like, turkey and it was, like, no butter. It was coconut oil, which I would just rather – I would rather just drink stream water than have coconut oil as butter. Like, ugh. She was like, oh, no, it's great. It's just like butter. It's not. Don't tell people that. Okay, guys, like if you're like vegan or whatever, don't be like, it tastes just like chicken. It doesn't. It's not supposed to because it's not chicken. Don't say stuff like that because the problem is, is like now you're expecting it to taste just like butter and you can't get over that hump. Anyways, all that to say, the health shock came when I was 12 or 13 and like, great. I was now eating, you know, pretty well like I had a pretty good diet, but then I realized I was going to birthday parties and I'm saying that I realize it now at 26, not when I was like 13, 14, but I was like basically binge eating at like church, wherever there'd be like bags of chips and like boxes of pizza. And then like at birthday parties, I would like have two or three slices of cake. And like, for me, I'm just saying for me personally, that wasn't okay. My stomach just couldn't fit all of it in there. But I really, it was because you binge eat because you're afraid, you're afraid you're not going to have access to that. You're like, I'll never have access to this again. So I'm just going to binge eat it now. But it's like, just eat enough to satisfy you. But I didn't know that. It's just, there's so many things that when you don't know, you don't know. I love saying that. It's like, I'll never be mad at somebody like if they don't know something, if you knew something and you did something wrong then I'm like, I'm mad at you. But if you don't know, you can't be mad at a person. You need to educate them and enlighten them with grace and humility. But looking back, I'm like, Oh my God, that's why I struggle nowadays with like, it's gotten so much better, but I used to struggle with like pizza. I would just eat like pieces and pieces of pizza. Cause I was like, when will I ever get it again? But it's like, I'm an adult. I can order pizza whenever I want. But I kind of, you know, when my mom went on the health kick, it was like, we would have pizza like once a month. And like, that's even, it was even more rare than that. And so as an a, once I got older, I was like, I can only have pizza once a month. And it's like, it's really not, it really wasn't that deep, but I just wasn't explained we didn't talk out what was going on. So it was just a shock to me. So my, I responded to that by binge eating. And then it, it definitely took a toll on my body in some way, shape or form. You know, you might not be able to see it, but it definitely, you know, did. And I'm glad that it didn't do anything, you know, terrible. Like I didn't end up with, you know, diabetes or something, but it could have ended up like that, you know, and I, just say this, after going through my course, if you have kids, and I don't have kids, so I'm not trying to tell the parents what to do. But one thing we learned is like parents, if you're feeding your kids healthy foods, try to get them the the healthy foods that you buy. Try to get ones that look like what their friends are eating so that they don't feel left out. And also explain to them why they're eating different foods. Or if you're eating different foods for culture or religious reasons, explain it to them. Because that really bridges the gap and that really helps with kids and their own health journey. And it starts when you're a kid, you know, and you don't realize why you do certain things so you're an adult. And you can't go back in time. You can't fix that. So parents, if you can... Talk to your kids about why you choose to eat healthy and why you stay away from certain things or why you guys don't ingest dairy or meat or anything else like that like always communicate, 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 but anyways, back to the journey um so you know around fifteen sixteen I started to like exercise a little bit more and then I was eating pretty healthy but it was about accessibility that's what was accessible in my home so by the time I'm like 18 19 out of my own I'm buying whatever because I'm like I can eat this now I'm buying pub subs which pub subs are great but I'm like stuffing it with like I'm getting one like every single day And it just wasn't good for my body type. I don't do well with gluten, and I didn't know that at the time, but I was like, why am I bloated? I want to be skinny, and I want to be slender, and all these things. And it's like, I shouldn't have been putting that much stress on my body by ingesting gluten, but I didn't know, you know? And now I know. So then I enter, you know, Bible College, and at Bible College, um, they feed you pretty good food, I would say, but... I wasn't choosing the healthier foods. There was always, what was it? Chicken tender Saturday. So every Saturday, chicken tenders and fries. And what did I, and they always had a salad bar. So that's why I'm saying I can't blame, you can't blame your colleges. You can't blame your schools because there are usually options. But no, I had chicken tenders and fries every Saturday morning. I looked forward to it. I was like, I love this for me. This is my Saturday ritual. But that really led to me starting to feel again, uncomfortable in my skin. And now I'm in California and California is the land of the bold and the beautiful honey. Like they're just gorgeous out there. Naturally. I swear to you, it's just natural. It's just, they get good vitamin D. They love going to the beach. They love going on hikes. Like it's just kind of the culture out there in California. But I started to kind of like go back in to feeling like I didn't feel like myself And at first when you get that feeling, if anyone can relate to this, like you don't you don't realize that it's like you kind of detaching from who you are. You're kind of just like, oh, it must be the season that I'm in. Oh, it must be like school's too hard. Oh, it must be my job is taking a toll on me. You don't realize like it's your health that's really taking a toll on your mental health and your body, you know? So I started slowly getting back into working out after I did a semester of Bible college and then I was just working um at my college because I had more time. And it's always about time. That's why people are like, I can't get healthy. I can't get in shape. I can't eat right because it's like you don't have time to meal prep. You don't have time to work out. And I get it. I totally get. It. I've been in every scenario possible. Like I know I'm only 26, but I have seen a lot of things. I've been to a lot of places and I've dealt with a lot of things and it's like I've been there. In Bible college I could not work out. I had a class in the morning, a class at night, and then we had volunteer hours during the day plus homework. Plus, I would have, you know, work on the weekends, plus chapel, plus um, worship band practice. It was like a one thing after another. And there was just no room for me to fit in working out. Trust me, I know. Um, so, like I was saying, I kind of got back slowly into working out. But here's the problem. I'm like, now, you know, 20, 21, I'm still not eating well. So now I'm working out. And, like, trying to drink more water, you know? <laughs> Stay hydrated, babes. But, like, I'm not eating right. So that's something I didn't notice as well. I'm, like, I'm working out. I'm busting my butt. I'm doing these 45-minute hit workouts. I'm running the hills, you know, in Marietta. And I still look the same and I still feel the same. And I'm, like, what is the problem? And I'm, like, I'll eat a salad twice a week. And I'm, like, I am a fit goddess. <laughs> but I don't feel like a fit goddess. Like what? Just something's not adding up. And I still didn't know what was wrong, you know? So basically 2020 comes around. I've gone to school of worship, get into another busy season. That was like, I would drink five Starbucks a week and I would drink the sugary, the most sugary option at Starbucks. I love Starbucks. Um, I haven't had in a while, but I love Starbucks. You can pick, there's options on there and you can customize things to make it how you wanted. But I said, no, give me the bag of sugar, please. And thank you. Um, anyways, 2020 comes around and I was gifted an Apple watch. And this is really shout out to Summy, Who's basically my sister. Um, this was life changing because also, there's just, let, let me just give you the backstory of what really happened. Let, let's just go down the rabbit hole. We have time. Like, why not? Let's just do it. You can pause this. If you need to go take a shower, just pause it and come back. Um, I bought an Apple Watch off of Facebook Marketplace. So Summer is really good with negotiating. She's really good with like buying things online. So I'm like, Summer, come with me. We go to meet this guy at the in and out parking lot, no less. And it's like nine o'clock at night. And he's not too shady, but shady enough. And I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, give him a chance. Like, you know. And he's in the car, like, working on the watch. And, like, trying to, like, unpair it from his phone or whatever. And I'm like, I don't really know anything about Apple Watches. I didn't grow up with this kind of stuff. Like, I'm buying it now and I'm, like, 23 now. Like, I don't know anything. And he's saying, he's like, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, in my neighborhood, like a meth lab blew up and I was like, huh? Like what? But then he showed me a picture of his baby and I was like, he's gotta be a nice guy. He has a baby, you know? Oh, there go my notes falling. Um, yeah, I wrote notes guys. You welcome. Cause we got to stay on track. Anyways, off track with the story. Um, (laughs) anyways, it ended up being a bust. We take the watch home. He probably, it was probably stolen because I can't open it. Can't pair it. Can't do anything. Take it to the Apple store. And they're like, No, like we can't do anything like it's your watch or somebody else's watch. And like, I get it. They're not going to jailbreak a watch for us that I could have stolen. They don't know me. So we try to jailbreak it, y'all. Yeah, that's right. We tried to go on YouTube. I tried to be into the hacking into the mainframe, you know, and did we jailbreak that watch? No. And here I am devastated. It was $75 down the drain that I'd worked hard for down the drain. And, like, there's... I don't even know what it became with that watch. I gave it to someone and I was like, do with it whatever you want because I'm just so upset. And, like, a couple of days later, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was, like, the family, but she gifted me. I was just so ecstatic. I wish I could find the video and post it. I'll try to. But... that It really was, like, one of the greatest gifts that I've ever been given because, you know, it was a watch. And I'm very, um competitive. And so having the watch was like a visual of being able to see how much I moved, how much I was working out, how many active calories I'm burning and not calories. I don't care about that stuff, but like active calories, like how many from like doing a brisk walk and getting my heart rate up, just seeing that was so helpful. And then the shutdown came, which was a game changer because for me, I was really fortunate to literally be working from home. Basically I worked in my home. Um, at the non-for-profit. So everything kind of went to a halt, right? Obviously. And California was like uberly shut down. Like basically all I did was run, go to the beach, come home, do a Trader Joe's run with my roommate Tori, shout out, once a week and then do it all over again. And so it was really great because I now had time to prioritize myself. I was like, okay, like I was cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was amazing. And we didn't have a microwave at the time, which was, I loved that era of my life. I hate microwaves. Um, and we were cooking, we had to cook. It was like, even if you want to heat something up, you still had to cook it or eat it cold. And I can't send cold food. So it was pretty amazing. We were cooking everything on the stovetop fresh. It was an era. It was an era to live in. Um, but I really just started getting more excited about my health because I started running and I trust me guys. The watch is so helpful because if you want, it can give you like motivation. It's like, you're doing great. Or like you can do a pacer and it's like, pick up the pace. Like, um, and that really helped me. And trust me, I started off running the one mile and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm dying out here in the streets. I'm sweating and it's a dry heat and I'm still sweating. I'm like, I can't do this. And then I, then I ran two miles and then I ran three miles And then I ran four miles and I got all the way up to running seven miles with hills included. And let me tell you, greatest accomplishment. Like, I tell people, you don't have to be a runner because it might not be good for your knees. It might not be good for your back or whatever. But, like, if you can run, run. It clears your mind. You feel so accomplished. You feel like you're on top of the world. Like, sometimes I run with music. Sometimes I run in perfect peace, you know, at, like, six in the morning. And it's just such... It clears my mind. It's so amazing. But this watch changed my life because it was tracking me and like, you can see week by week, like my pace was getting better and better and I was running further and further and sometimes I would just focus on distance and sometimes I'd focus on my pace, but like I would just get up there and go and I was working out, listen y'all, six days a week. I I went from working out maybe two or three, whenever, to working out six days a week, like And for me, it was amazing because I started feeling amazing. Like at first I was like, I can't do this. My legs hurt. My back hurts. Now to this day, I went down to five days a week. I never have aches and pains. It's just something that I do and I don't do it to lose weight. I don't do it to look fit. I do it because it makes me happy. And in 2020, I figured it out. I was like, I need to at least make a homemade meal once a day at the very least and move my body. Not for the sake of, like I said, you know, losing weight or being skinny or looking like so-and-so, but like it really just, it's a freeing feeling. It's such a freeing feeling. So if you, if you're a runner out there, you get it. And if you just like to move your body, a brisk walk, um, yoga, um, Tabata, um, dance, like do it and keep doing it because it's so beautiful and I'm so proud of you but another thing was my roommate Tori shout out again she just ate really well and she would talk about why she ate really well her mom um fed them really good food growing up and like it was just something that they did as a family so it wasn't a shock to them it wasn't like something that happened overnight they've been doing it her whole life and so living with her was really helpful because I just got to see like what eating right does and how it makes you feel. And like we all have our own personal struggles, right? But eating for your body and for how it makes you feel really is a game changer guys. Like I know you've probably heard that a thousand times, but once you start and it starts by baby steps of just one day cooking a really healthy meal and having the leftovers the next day and continuing on, it really will change your life. But I found my rhythm. I ran, um, I slept, and I prioritized myself. And I just had a lot of free time. We all did in 2020, right? But I really started feeling like myself and that was an incredible journey. And trust me, I went back to, when I moved back here to Florida, I, I was working. Like I worked a nine to five job and I was like, when am I gonna work out? And what I did is I just kept getting up early. I'm a morning person. Tori's a night person, so she would work out at night. I'd work out in the morning, and, like, it totally worked for her. I don't understand how you night people do it, but it works for you. Do whatever works. If working out in the middle of the day on your lunch break works, do it. Like, don't let anybody tell you what's going to work for your body. Listen to your body and do what's best for you. Um, but all that to say, I found myself, and I started feeling like myself, And I'm grateful for that, and I love that that happened before I started going to IIN, which is the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and that I signed up for in November of 2021, so last year, and this is the story of IIN. I listened to a podcast called What We Said. Shout out to JC and Chelsea. They're amazing. It's their podcast is amazing. It's just like it's funny sometimes, it's wholesome. They're genuine, like, they just talk about real things that happen to them, and I love it. Um, but Chelsea went to IIN and she would sometimes discuss things that she would share with her clients you know, never anything confidential, but something that she like a quote that she would share with them. And I just loved how she talked about health, um, in relation to her and the relationship with, um, her relationship with food after her own personal struggles and I was like I could do this like I could be a health coach because I've had my own health struggles and they look different for everybody but I know that somebody can relate to me for sure. And so I went online found it um there was like this thing where you have to sign up for them to call you for like a consultation for more info and I'm like okay like I'm down. Like they'll just give me a call. I'll just see how it goes, and after that, I'll decide what happens. So I get a call like the next day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like it's from New York, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Like okay, this is happening." And a wonderful lady—I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. Um, tells me about it. She had gone to IAN. She just sounded so excited, so happy. She told me a little bit about her journey. She told me about the school, and she was like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "I want to sign up." <laughs> I signed up that day guys like that is the most bizarre thing that I've done in my life and that's how I know that it was like something that God called me to because it made no sense but it also made perfect sense I was like this is what I want to do it sounds exciting I want to encourage people to have healthier lifestyles and to like to live life like not to just exist but to live and to thrive and that can happen By just eating well and exercising, you see the world from just with a whole new perspective when you prioritize health, I promise you. So I signed up that day. Classes started December 6th. I did the accelerated program. So they have a year-long program or a six-month program. And I said, "Mm -mm, I'm done with school. I'm not a school person. I'm not a books person. But I was like, let me do the six months. I can do that. Like, I can do six months of school. I did five months of a semester of Bible college. I did nine months of school of worship. I can do six months. I can do it. So, But it was hard. Let me tell you guys, it was so hard. It was two modules a week, um, and then you would do ten modules. So, like, what is that? Like, five weeks. Come on, girl, let's do math. You were homeschooled. Five weeks, and then you would do a test on those modules, but on 10 modules. And it was a lot. Let me tell you, the first uh, the first couple weeks weren't too hard, but then it did get, there was a lot of information. And then they did give us good breaks. I got to rep them for that. They did give us like a time when they gave us like two weeks off. And I was like, thank God, because I was just drowning because a lot of information to take in in six months. Like you're learning a whole years worth of knowledge in six months and like though it's a great advantage because it's like you're getting it all at one time, quickly, it's fast paced, which I love, you need to be on your end game. You need to be on top of things if you want to graduate and and you wanna do well. Like the requirements aren't weren't even that crazy. It was like past two test with like a seventy. And it's like, oh, that's I'm a great note taker, so that was like easy for me. But it was really just like you want to actually not just read the notes and watch the videos, but like actually digest it and remember it and take that with you after the course. So anyways, huge shout out to Chelsea. She'll probably never hear this. She'll probably never care, but I have to give a shout out to them because it's literally because I listened to a podcast. So you never know what happens when you listen to a podcast guys. So just stay tuned. Um, so I graduated like uh, three weeks ago. I just got my diploma in the mail last week. That's why I was like, let me do a health episode because I'm just so, I'm on a high of just excitement. Like, I'm just so excited. I got it. It's beautiful. It's crisp. It looks so official. I can't wait to frame it. And I'm just so excited that the journey has started. Um And like I said, I'm just glad that IIN didn't make me healthy or happy. Like I did it because I was feeling healthy and happy already. And I was like, I want other people to feel like this. And I do want to chat about some things that I learned at IN just so that people can understand like some of what the course is about. um, And just to hear about what I learned because it was a really exciting course. But I do want to say some other things about my health journey first is that I stopped weighing myself. And ladies, like, remember this is my own personal opinion, but if you can like stop weighing yourself, if you have a scale in your home, hide it, put it away, put it in a storage unit, like just put it away and like go based off of how you feel once you get to a healthier mental space. And when you start getting more in tune with your body, because I stopped weighing myself probably in like 2020 because I was obsessed with that when I was younger. I was like, I just want to be under a hundred pounds. Like, what is that? Like, I was adopted, so I don't know my family history. I have no idea what my my parents look like. I have no idea if I'm supposed to be super curvy or if I'm going to have bigger thighs or a bigger waist. Like, I don't know what my genes have in them. So me trying to fit myself into a mold of these girls that are slender because their families are slender, just genetics is not fair and it's not right. And like scales can be really healthy if in certain circumstances, But I think for an everyday person, I don't think that we should own scales. And like I said, it's my own personal opinion and you can agree to disagree with me and that's okay. And maybe you have better self-control of being like, looking at the scale and being like, Oh, cool. Whatever me. I was obsessed with a number. I was obsessed when I was like 22. I was like, I need to be this. I'm like, you know, triple digits, but I still need it to be this number. And it's like, that's insane. Like you cannot put yourself in a mold. You know what I'm saying? Like you really need to go. Once you listen to yourself, you need to go off of how you feel and listen to your body. Listen to what she has to say to you. I promise you, you will know if you are healthy or not, if you're in tune with your body. Um, I don't believe in diets. I did that when I was younger. I did it when I was 16, 17. That also breaks my heart. It's like, Why was I dieting? Like my body was going through so many shifts, so many changes. And I was like, let me do a diet. I mean, for one, one of them, I was like, it wasn't a diet. It was just like, I was vegan during the week. And that was mostly to save money. Let's just be honest. But I was vegan during the week. I would just have salads and then on the weekend, but that's the problem. I would go crazy at Chick-fil-A. I would be eating out for like two meals a day. And that's just not, and the items that I was picking, there's nothing wrong with eating out, but it was the items that I was getting back to back. I just wasn't working well with my body. And so I loved IIN because they, we, they talked about so many diets, right? You know, and they kept saying like, it's up to you and like, you need to figure out what's best for you. And I thought that that was really great because I needed a reminder because I almost fell in. I'm like, maybe I should be paleo. Maybe I should do keto. Like, maybe I should be like this and that. Maybe I should be vegan, which I would like to be one day. But I need to go off of, like, my own beliefs and my own research and what feels good for my body, right? Like, these days, I don't really eat that much red meat. It makes me feel sluggish. If I try to run after I, ha- I have red meat, like, the next day, I can't run. I literally have to stop. I can't do it. I feel like I can't breathe. Um And I don't eat gluten. It doesn't agree with my body. It makes me feel bloated. And um my periods were so bad. I went off of gluten basically I have like very mild cramps. I used to be just so sick when I had my periods and now they're a dream come true in comparison to what they used to be. And it was because I was just ingesting too much gluten for my body. Um, so there's that, there's my health journey. Um, it's nothing crazy, but it's my story and I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot and I'm still growing. I still am. Some days I'm like, should I have ice cream? No, I had ice cream a couple of days ago, like this and that. And I'm like, you know what? I step back. I go into my room or my space or wherever I am. And I just go, let's just take a deep breath. I'll distract myself. If I hear my body being like, you want ice cream? I'm like, I want ice cream. And I go in the freezer and I get some ice cream, you know? And I don't limit myself because I found out when I would limit myself, I would go crazy. That's just my personality. That's just who I am. And if I allow myself just little bits of stuff, I'm so happy. And then I end up being like, I don't even want it, you know, because I'm just like doing something else. You know, if it's a hot day, I'll have some ice cream or I'll have some pizza. But really, I just try to be in tune to myself and and try to see what I actually want um, and need for my body. But here are just a few things that I learned um, at IIN that really that I really 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 took away and were really special to me um right off the bat they teach you bioindividuality which is the idea that everyone has different needs for their body so as for me as a health coach somebody's going to come to me and I'm not going to be like you need to be gluten free I need to be paleo I need to be this nope I tell them hey they come to me and they're like I'm going to try being paleo I'm like go and try be and be paleo go and try keto and like, see how you feel. Like, do you feel sluggish? Do you not feel like you're getting enough sleep? Like we need to listen to our bodies. We don't do that in our society. We're like, go, 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 go. And we're, we're just like machines and we're eating. Cause it's like, they're like, eat spinach. And you're like, okay, I got to eat spinach. And they're like, eat a salad. And you're like, okay, I got to eat a salad. And then you're bored or you get overeating healthy foods because they're like, well, you have to eat a banana every day, but now bananas don't taste good because you just eat a banana every day because you know, your doctor told you, you need more potassium. And it's like, you need to listen to what you need for your body. And obviously if you go to the doctor and they're like, you're deficient in this, figure out a way to incorporate it, but incorporate it in a way that your body is telling you to do it. If you need to eat a banana, put it in a smoothie, make banana ice cream, like make banana bread. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different avenues, but I think we box ourselves in and just go, we're just so stuck in a mold. I just have to keep saying it because we, When it comes to eating right, we're like, we have to do it like this. And it's like, it's not like that. Trust me. You can put bananas on a salad if you want. You know, like you gotta do whatever your body needs and you gotta just listen to it. And I loved learning that because now, before I definitely used to be like, everyone needs to be eating healthy. Everyone needs to eat peppers. And it's like, some people can't have nightshades. I can't be telling people to have, you know, potatoes and stuff like that. They can't have nightshades. It's not good for their body. They need to go off of what works for them as a bio individual person. Another thing that I learned was primary food versus secondary food. So primary food is they break it into like, um, like a wheel that has like career and relationship and, um, spirituality and working out and relationships. Maybe I said that. And like, intimacy and just stuff like that. So that's really your mental health. That's how I explain it to people. Primary food is your mental health. And all of us are like, no, no, no. Primary food is the food you eat. But think about it this way. When you aren't at a job that you want to work at, you're stressed. And so you'll stress eat, which now goes into your health. But when you're happy at your job, you are like, I'd love to go for a walk in the fresh air. I'd love to eat healthy because you probably have more time you probably are sleeping better. But if you are not prioritizing your mental health, nothing. It doesn't matter what you eat or how you work out, honey. You're not going to look or feel any different. And that's what I loved learning was like they prioritized mental health over anything. And I thought that was so beautiful. Um and then we have secondary food, um and that's the food that is on your plate. And You want to prioritize secondary food because that fuels you and that fuels your brain, right? Like, you do want to put a lot of importance on that. But the two go hand in hand. But most important is your mental health. Definitely. Like, I loved, I just loved how they touched on that. I loved how they really pushed for people getting into therapy and people talking things out and people having better relationships and people just cutting people out of their lives that are not giving them the respect and the love that they need you know what I'm saying just let them go and if they come back into your life at the right time bring those people back in but like prioritize um your mental health with primary food and then also have and remember the importance of secondary food which is the food on your plate that fuels you um progress over perfection this was like a huge um quote that I just like had underlined circled you know everything that there could be highlighted work towards a goal versus trying to perfect it just like this podcast I was like I want to be perfect I want to have like be in a studio and I want to have the perfect mic and blah 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 nope as my friend Julia says um done is better than like nothing at all you know And we want to strive for perfection. I'm a perfectionist, but isn't just doing something, isn't just going for a two-minute walk better than being stagnant your whole day. Isn't choosing um, to get less sugar in your coffee and like really being able to taste your coffee and like love, you know what I'm saying, love the experience of coffee rather than just like loading it with sugar and whatever to keep you going and energized, you know progress over perfection all the time you know and then i love this breathe we need to breathe more as a society we don't do that i don't breathe enough i i notice i hold my breath a lot i'm like and i just started being like whenever i get frustrated or when i just start feeling overwhelmed i just go as a matter of fact Let's just do it right now. This is totally random, but let's just do it. We're going to breathe. We're going to inhale for four. We're going to hold for four. We're going to exhale for four. Here we go. Ready? Inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale for four. One, two. Three, four. I do that when I'm driving. I do it sometimes when I'm running. I do it when I'm running late. Because trust me, if you're already running late, you being another 30 seconds late or a minute late isn't going to change anything. You're already late. Breathe. And in those moments when you breathe, you gain clarity. And when you gain clarity, you're able to have a better view, a better perspective of what's going on breathe take time to listen to your body see what it needs take time to see what your what your mental health needs like what do you need listen but breathe honey breathe and last but not least i've said it a million times listen 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 your body is talking to you those rashes that you're getting on your arms those pimples that you're getting on your face, the bloating that you're feeling in your stomach is your body trying to explain to you that something is off balance. And it could be hormonal. It could be that you just need to get some vitamins in you. You just might need to drink more water. It could be really simple. But the more that you ignore the symptoms of a greater problem, the bigger the symptoms get and the worse the problem gets and it spreads in your body. Listen to your body. Start by drinking water, take a baby step and just say, I'm going to drink more water every day. Boom. After that, I'm going to choose to move my body for 10 minutes a day and not, not have anything, not listen to anything, not listen to this podcast. Don't listen to any music. Just listen to nature. Do that. And then after that, see what you feel like doing next. See what you feel like accomplishing next. Listen to your body. I'm so pumped like I was just so I'm so happy that I got to record this I I can't wait to hear what you guys think I can't wait to hear about your own personal health journeys if you want to chat let me know I won't share anything I really won't that's like literally our job as health coaches it's confidentiality is big I share things that are vague um but I won't ever share your name or anything but please like chat with me um just to get started and If you have a question about something health-wise, let me know. I'd love to help you. I'd love to, um, help you gain more confidence in that area. And maybe you just need somebody to listen to you about your own personal journey. And I'd love to be that person. Um, but thank you so much. This has been awesome. Oh my gosh, best season, other episodes done, but I'm sad that it's over to be honest. I can't believe it, but I really hope that you enjoyed this. I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Um, And as always, with peace and love, have an amazing week. Bye-bye.